0: Welcome to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Lyon, and I want to thank you for joining me as we explore the world of small grains production and research at Washington State University. We have weekly discussions with researchers from WSU and the USDA ARS to provide you with insights into the latest research on wheat and barley production. My guest today is Aaron Esser, Aaron is with WSU Extension in Lincoln and Adams Counties. He has been with WSU for 20 years. About 10 years ago, he took over as chair for the WSU Wilkie Farm Management Committee. The WSU Wilkie Research and Extension Farm is a 340-acre facility on the eastern edge of Davenport, Washington, in the intermediate rainfall zone. It's been in a direct seed cropping system for 20 years in a variety of rotations. Hello, Aaron.
1: Hey, Drew. How are you?
0: Good. I saw that the landscape at the farm changed significantly last fall. Would you like to tell us about the changes and what this means moving forward?
1: Yeah. um, With the financial help of a couple generous supporters, um, we were able to put up a building on on the farm. So now we have a place to actually house our equipment and stuff. So what that's going to do is going to be tremendous moving forward. You know, I kind of related to before, you know, like, having your refrigerator in your garage. You know, every time you need something, you had to run out to the garage and get it. Now we have a refrigerator in the kitchen, we have our equipment there, we can maintain it and keep it under protection. And so having that facility right there is gonna be tremendous from that standpoint. And it's also gonna allow for more outreach opportunities from the farm. Um, We can have more field days and and educational events. Um, Within the farm itself, I think it's really gonna enhance the research One of the things the building has allowed us to do, now we can, you know, focus, change up our focus a little bit more. And um, this last year we purchased a tractor and we're hoping to put together a drill for this spring. So we'll be seeding the farm ourselves. Now when we look at rotations and cropping systems, we'll have a little bit more control over it than when we're just relying on someone to come in and custom seed it for us. I think that's going to be tremendous moving forward
0: timeliness in a lot of these crops can make a, a big difference. So having that equipment right there where you can be timely with planting and spraying should should make a big, have a large effect on how successful it, some of these systems it, might be.
1: You know, when you're looking at seeding um, spring wheat into a broadleaf crop versus spring wheat into a winter wheat crop, if you're seeding them on the same, virtually the same day, you're really eliminating some of the advantages we, we can generate with those broadleaf crops in rotation. So yeah, it's going to be exciting.
0: So you said cropping systems and sustainability ranked high in your long-range planning session. What does this mean at the farm and for farmers throughout the region?
1: Um, You know, part of the reason I think we're seeing the responses when we had our advisory meeting is that farmers are just in general frustrated with relying on, you know, that um, global wheat market price. And they're looking for alternatives to You know, to have a little bit more control over what they what they plant and what they do, and how they're how they're going to generate revenue for their farm. Um, So when you look at cropping systems moving forward, I I think having that diversity helps. Um, When you look at the diversity of crops, we can look at um, and herbicides and herbicide management. Um, Once you get stuck in a rotation of summer fallow, winter wheat, or you know a three-year rotation, you really find yourself getting in a pattern of using the same herbicides year after year and by incorporating some different crop diversity into it, it gives you an opportunity to really help get you out of that that continuous cycle as well. Um, Some of the other things we're doing with cropping systems and we've continued is the farm itself has been broken into a four-year rotation and a three-year rotation, then continuous rotation. a four-year rotation is summer fallow, winter wheat, um, broadleaf crop, spring cereal. The three-year rotation is pretty traditional for the area where you have um, summer fallow, winter wheat, spring cereal, and then continuous crop is just you know where you, where you eliminate the fallow altogether. Um, so within these areas, we really have a strong history of looking at compaction, wireworm populations, soil pH, soil sampling, um, pl- um, plant tissue analysis, so we can go back and start looking at differences within uh, within these cropping systems.
0: As a weed scientist, crop rotation is a, a huge factor in how you control weeds. You kind of hinted at that earlier. Um, in the continuous crop rotation, how do you make decisions as to what crops you put in there? Do weeds play a factor, or is it based on mark market prices? You water? just hit the
1: top two reasons. Is okay. is how we choose a crop, and that that system is primarily based off of you know the marketability of certain crops and what type of weeds we have and if we can control them with the crop we're looking at. But those are probably my two, our two leading factors that we look at. Um, Money and weed control.
0: (laughs) They're they're important to me and I'm (laughs) sure they're important to your growers. You mentioned small plot research is a major emphasis. Would you talk a little bit about this aspect of the farm?
1: Um, You know, before I was talking a lot about the overall, the larger plots, but the small farm um, research is a, is a, a critical factor for, for this facility, um, we annually certify about 15 acres a year. Just for instance, in 2017, we had, I counted up, I think, 13 different projects by seven different researchers. And this fall, going in um, for 18 already, we have 10 projects by six researchers. And one of those is Howard Nelson from Highline Grain. He has um, some, some variety plots there with chickpeas and winter peas and some other stuff. Um, Aaron Carter puts out his winter wheat advance lines on the farm. Um, camelina breeding plots by Scott Holbert. We have some crop rotation stuff, some winter canola variety plots. Compost studies by Ian Burke. Um, we have some calcium carbonate studies. And then you have some of your stuff there too. I always try, like to keep that weed, I call it my weed playpen. <laughs> so. And then
0: I really appreciate your willingness to give us a little... Uh, space where you help maintain weeds up there on the north side. That's very beneficial. So I know it's a a very good site for a lot of researchers here at Pullman to go work in the intermediate rainfall zone. Yeah.
1: As as the chair, I mean, that was one thing that when I took over a chair in, in the farming system itself that the farm was in, I didn't think it really allowed for a lot of good small plot research. We had an um, overriding rye population that really eliminated a lot of the types of research I w- we wanted on the farm, and so that was one of the first things we looked at is how to clean up some of these situations, and make sure that um, when a researcher comes up and wants to have a, a site for a plot, we can make sure that we have it. We you know we can have some winter can or some canola residue. We can have spring wheat residue, winter wheat residue. We can have, you know, do you want to follow winter wheat? Do you want to be following spring wheat? You know, so it can fit and accommodate a a vast majority of different research plots and ideas. And when I look at what we need to do for that intermediate rainfall zone, it's that's a, a very critical part of it.
0: Can you talk briefly about how people can find out more about the farm and what you're doing there? Um,
1: the first and foremost is I'm Historically, I think I'm pretty easy to get a hold of for the most part. Um, it, all you gotta do is Google Aaron, and I'll probably turn up. Um, on our small grains website that we have, um, if you go to the rotation crop tab, or if you go to the rotation crop tab, one of the things we do each and every year is we put out an annual Wilkie Wilkie Farm um, production and economic report. So we we um, I talked about those rotations earlier. We take all that information. All the practices that we did, seeding dates, rates, fertilizer treatments, fertilizer, um, soil results, and we compile that into one outreach report. And you can find those on the small grains website under rotational crops. Um, for the last, I think three or four years, those those are available there. Um, we also have the. I I'm I'm going to apologize here a little bit, Drew. We've done a pretty defunct job of keeping this website updated. Um, but we do have the Wilkie Farm um, website. Um, it's edu, And we have some of the history on the farm and some of the earlier stuff from the farm, but we don't have as much of the recent stuff. And we'll, we're working to get some of that updated. Um, one of the other ways, we do have a field day coming up this year. The WSU Wilkie Field Day is going to be on June 26, 2018. I invite everyone to come and see what's going on on the facility and look forward to interacting with growers, researchers, and industry for, uh, for the morning. Okay.
0: Well, I, the Wilkie Farm is a great resource for farmers in the intermediate rainfall zone and uh, I know I enjoy working up there as, as well as some of my colleagues, and I know you're doing some really interesting work. I really like your you're starting to really accumulate a long-term history of these different rotations. Very interesting information. Thanks for sharing that with us today, Aaron. Thanks, Drew. Thanks for listening to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. If you have questions for us that you'd like to hear addressed on future episodes, please email me at drew.lyon.com at WSU.edu. You can find us online at smallgrains.wsu.edu. You can also find us on social media on Facebook and Twitter at WSU Small Grains. Subscribe to the show through iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. The WSU Wheat Beat Podcast is a production of Connors Communications in the College of Agricultural Human and Natural Resource Sciences at Washington State University. I'm Drew Lyon. We'll see you next week.